the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. And good morning, San Diego. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ North County. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken is doing other things this morning, hopefully sleeping, which is, I think, what I would be doing if I was not sitting right here. Well, you know, I, well, good morning. Oh, I, good yes. morning. And I don't know if you'd be sleeping right now. You're an early guy, so you might not have gotten up at what four time or something. Is it? Oh, it's six o'clock. Yeah, I'd you'd be, be up. up I know. I'd be up. Yeah. yeah, you would. Good morning. Good morning. I, I was. Uh, up this week, earlier this week, and I went down to do what I do every morning and let the chickens out and say good morning and feed them. And it was so dark. It was weird. It was almost like overnight something happened this week, and all of a sudden it was dark in the morning. Did you guys notice that? <laughs> no, because I haven't been up that early that I noticed. So the, the time change yes. affected you in some manner? Time change? <laughs> what that, are you talking about? That thing, yeah. This oh. weekend? It was crazy. I had to take a flashlight down in the morning as well, but I didn't have to turn on a light at home. Is that how that works? I I, I prefer the a little extra sunshine in the afternoon. I do too. I do I too. Get a lot th- a lot of things done in the yard. But the only thing I enjoy a little bit more than some extra sunshine in the afternoon is complaining about something. Oh, well, so absolutely. this was good point. That's your this forte. Was, this yeah. was here for me. Did you notice the moon last night and this morning? Yeah, it was beautiful last night. Very much so. Didn't notice it this morning as I was heading west. I saw the, the light behind the clouds, but I didn't. I it was a to... lighter overcast for those of us in the okay. eastern portion of the county as we ago. headed west. And last night, and it was, what what moon was this? It was a worm moon. It was the last moon, last full moon of the winter. Ah. And so when we come into our next full moon, it will no longer be the last full moon of winter. It'll be the first full moon of spring. And that's when we see the other side of the moon. Is that how that works? The left quadrant. No, something yeah, different. Yeah, something, no, I think it's the same thing, actually. I want to go back to when we didn't name our moons. It was just a big, beautiful yeah, a full, full moon. moon. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, I, I didn't even know we named them. But yeah, I'm we okay do now. It. I think that well, is something Actually, a lot of these are, are old names that are just being re, re, you know, revisited yeah, re, for. Yeah. Yeah. It's the social media that's telling. I, exactly. I wouldn't know if. Okay. And uh, the weather this week was fantastic. Yeah, gorgeous week. Yeah, great, uh, great time to be in the garden. I think we had a lot of extra customers Isn't, because of that. Is it supposed to be possible rain yes. tonight? Or yes, the morning? weather yeah. is a changing. It is, as they say. Sometime between about midnight tonight and midday tomorrow, we're expecting a 
Just a couple of tenths of an inch of rain. Not a lot. That's pretty good, though. It's not bad. I uh, knock the dust off the leaves. Right. Yes, and you can if you listen very, very carefully. When the rain first starts coming down, you can hear the trees going <laughs> when they shake the water like a like a dog kind of. You yeah. can hear them shaking the the dust off of their is, leaves. Is that what that was? Yes. Okay. What? <laughs> I left you. I, I I I have nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, that is what that was. The okay. sound that the trees make, not sloughing the dust off of their leaves during the first rain after a while, similar to a dog shaking the water off its back. I am going to go out and try to videotape, capture that. Yeah, and, you should. Yeah. You should. It's going to be dark, so, so your your ear senses, your hearing senses I'll should... Use in, oh, I'll use infrared cameras. There you go. There you go. Um, gosh, it's been a gorgeous week, and the rain is supposed to come and go pretty much overnight. Right. It'll be enough to. It'll be enough to, just clean the trees. Did I tell you what they sound like when the trees get? Oh yeah, we already yeah, did we, that. We did that. Um, I was trying to. I'm still playing with my gopher hawk. Okay. Trying to catch a stinking gopher. I still have not, and I just keep. I keep it out there. And last night I was. I had found another tunnel, right next to a backfilled hole. And so I was trying to get the gopher hawk down into dry soil. And it would not makes it difficult. It would not go. A bit of a challenge. I was putting all of my weight onto it, my substantial weight, (laughs) and I still couldn't do it. So maybe tomorrow after the rain softens it down, I'll be able to try it again. I I will agree. That is a it's I like that tool. It's been I've had some pretty good success with it, but when the ground is hard, it's a little bit more difficult to employ. And I have had a a good rodent week with other devices. Other devices, squirrels, squirrelinator, and uh, gophers with other devices. I'm totally resold on the old school method of removing gophers from how, one. How shark. many pelts did you get? You know, I, I should have been counting all these years, right? Because it would be a lot. And the the I think the funniest part of that is is no matter how many pelts I have collected, yeah, there's more. more. Exactly. There's more. Yeah. They just keep coming. Yeah. I think uh, gophers don't get the attention they deserve. Rabbits get all of the the, the love, the love for multiplying. But I think gophers are probably along the line of rabbits. If anybody would like to discuss that this morning, which we probably don't. Do we have any classes coming up? We do have classes coming up uh, as we typically do. Uh, At nine o'clock in San Diego, we have San Diego, uh, let's see, organic pest control with James. Oh, James. Okay. And then in in Poway, we have a special guest coming in. We have Renee Murphy uh, doing California native plant propagation, and that's at 930. Don't you just go out to the backcountry with a shovel and start digging stuff up and running? I think uh, now don't not, don't yeah. quote me here, but I think that might be illegal. Yeah. Oh, oh. So that's not what she's going to be she's talking not about. Show you how to dig them out of the backcountry. Oh, no. that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Do you know uh, what kind of what what, what I, we I are going to discuss? She's going to do some asexual reproduction, you know, cutting branches and dipping it in, hor- in a rooting hormone, as well as some seed starts. So I hope these are not patented plants, for that would be a well, violation. Native plants, so they. Shouldn't be patented. Yeah, but if somebody puts a name on one of them. Uh, but So that's at 9.30. Then next week, um, we have another propagation class in San Diego with Richard at 9 o'clock. Oh, okay. And then uh, in Poway, we have Blueberries Care and Culture with Richard Wright at 9.30. Oh, two different Richards, I hope? Two, yes. I would it certainly is, hope so. It is two, yeah, because that's going to be at about a two channel and a half Richards. hour. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah not going to make it. Two different Richards. It's going to be a really quick class. <laughs> From 9 to 901. No, yeah. okay, two different Richards. That's good. Um, and didn't Tyler just do a propagation or a, well, we did a, a, a grafting class? We did a grafting class last week that was well-received, and uh, it's good. Did you guys do any grafting this year? I, I have not. If I don't know if it counts, but I watched somebody do some grafting. Does that count? It's close. It's close. What, who did you watch and what were they? Probably Tyler out on our patio. Oh, very good. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. That is, that is what it was. And, you know, the budding, which I witnessed. No, I didn't witness it. But we got in the tiny roses years ago. We got in those... Maiden roses is what they call right. them. They were just pencil diameter rootstocks that had been budded. And you just slit, you put a T, slit into the skin and just peel it back and pop a tiny little bud, just a about a quarter inch square and a probably a 32nd or less of an inch deep square right. of tissue from yeah. a, another plant and slide it in. And two years later, you have what we sell as two-year grafted uh, bare root roses. It, it, it was eye-opening yeah. to me after, uh, I think it was like 20 years of dealing with roses, never having known the process and how long it actually takes. But it's the same, that same process, only with other right. citrus and, and, and thin-skinned trees right. you can do. We did a, he did a, you know probably four or five different grafting techniques to show people how to do it. And one of them was the bud with the T-bud or a reversed or inverse T-bud. Um, we, our Wednesday Wisdom this past week was on grafting for those that couldn't make it. And Mississippi State University has a great um, page on their website, which you can link. It's linked to on our Facebook page, um, showing you just the basic grafting techniques and the, and the purposes and reasons why you want to graft. Well, many, many moons ago, I did a cleft graft or a few cleft grafts of gardenias. I was doing the Campbell right. and Walter Anderson grafting of gardenias, and I was moderately successful on the half a dozen graphs I did, and then I, I retired at the top of my game. Well, you, you, you want to go out on top. Because you can only go exactly. downhill from That's there. That's right. Exactly. That is correct. And it's, it's, it's fun, and it's interesting, and it's neat to see yeah, success things, once in a while. Exactly. And then I got a little cocky, so to speak, and I went out and tried it on some fruit trees, not paying attention to the time of year, yeah. not doing any of the careful things that one needs to do. And uh, it was, was not quite well, as successful. I was going to say, Gra- it wasn't quite... Yeah, grafting, but technique is, is pretty easy to, to master. It, it's the timing. It, yes. it, the timing has to, is, is pretty critical in, in getting it. I've, I've had great success, and I've had, you know... Horrible success. Horrible success, because I did it, you know, one week later or two weeks too soon. Would, would horrible success be kind of like failure? Well, complete. no, 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 not complete failure. You know, like no. instead of, you know, having a, put 10 graphs together and getting nine, you put 10 graphs together and you get one. Well, that's still 10%. Yeah, that's horrible. You could be a crummy batter in the major leagues with that average. You could be. Yeah. A yeah. really crummy one. Um, we talked about classes, and you didn't kind of segue to the Orchid Show, because Ken's well, not that's here. Not a, that's and not a I, class. I told I, him, I told him we would it. mention the Orchid Show, so would you please Absolutely. mention the Orchid the Show? The Orchid Magic International Spring Show and Sale is taking place today uh, in uh, at Mission at the, Valley. At Mission Valley, yeah. right. At the, at the Scottish Rite Center. Center. Admission is $10 for a daily or $12 for the weekend. And this is what he really wanted me to say is if you don't want to get elbowed and go, oh, that's right. We were talking about boxing out people at the sale room at the Scottish oh, Rite yeah. Temple. It's, um, Mark could coach you on how to 
you know, box out, it's right? It's what elbows, is it? yes. What's the uh, basketball term? Boxing out. Yeah, Boxing out. <laughs> hey. Um, if you don't want to do that, we got in some gorgeous cymbidiums at both Walter Anderson Nursery locations this cymbidiums week. Cymbidiums are hard to find. So, so. No. I mean, they used to be. Such so a surprise to me because oh, we dear. could go almost anywhere in North County with an empty truck or van and pick up dozens of relatively cheap Yes. Cymbidiums, budded and blooming. Everybody was growing them up there, and they were like yeah. weeds. Well, when I when I started, we had tons of them out back, and, like like just excess in containers under the, the the bamboo in the back, just a bunch yeah. of cymbidiums. It it is not like that and, anymore. And I've been but, trying to set up a class for cymbidiums, and and we don't have enough to sustain a. Class. Well, can you schedule it right now? Because both stores have a great <laughs> supply right of minute. cymbidiums. Right. Two spike and three spike cymbidiums at both both They're locations. Gorgeous. They are. They're they really, are really nice. And if you have not grown cymbidiums before, They're they are really one of the easy. two, three, or four easiest cymbidiums, uh, orchids to grow. Right. Yeah. Very forgiving. Just and put them outside and yeah. feed, feed them, them every once in a while. Don't remember when water. we used to... Yeah. Do you remember the feeding regimen we used to have to oh, do? Yeah. yeah. For yeah. the cymbidiums? Yeah, yeah, it was two the, different, yeah, two different grow more grow orchid it, foods. It was miracle, well, and it, back in the day, day, it was miracle Grow and Muracid, and we'd switch them. Oh, I I uh, I was grow more the thirty oh, yeah, ten yeah, ten yeah. and the and then three, the six, six thirty thirty yeah 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 and you had to the, switch the in the month the, of August yeah, the, or something what was it the pink and the blue two different colored dyes in there so you could keep track of them so Ken wouldn't put the wrong one on his roses and kill them or something like that so now yeah. we we typically now at least from my experience with Walter teaching the Cymbidium class a couple of years ago we is use this, grow power tablets. Right. You, you know, very simple. Throw a yeah. tablet in. David does that too yeah. because it is so much easier. Oh, I, it was, I, do you remember, remember Byron? I do. Oh, that was, that was his, his recipe with, for the switching of the fertilizers was miracle Grow and Muracid. Oh, we no. We put little labels on them. Yeah, it was, I was a grow more... I'm a grow more kid. No, no, I get oh, it. Oh, wait a and, minute. Yeah, all those things. Oh, no, that was Toys R Us kid. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I, the grow power tablets work really well. I, they really do. I, I've actually I, been converted on frankly, all, all of the porch plants, all of the house plants. That feed them on a regular basis. I just well, got myself to, another box of 1,000 tablets. Yeah. We used to, uh, remember in the back when we, Phil would divide them? Oh, and, my gosh, and yes. Then, but every once in a while. But wait, they're, they're, before you tell that. Sure. Enthralling story it's not that about enthralling. Phil yeah. repotting orchids and cymbidiums in the back. Uh, we're going to have to take a quick break. But if you would like to give us a call and participate, the phone number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1170 and KPRZ. We'll be back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We are back we, we with more keep, Garden Talk on AM 1170, yeah. KCBQ and KPRZ. You are listening to Garden Talk, and I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Mr. Anderson, 
is not here today because he'd rather not be here today. (laughs) Nothing good, nothing bad. He's just doing other things this week and next. That's true. So before we went into the break, Mark was about to tell us a spectacular story about Symbidians. No, no, no. no. It's not spectacular, but... Well, hang on. I'm not going to let you talk. tell us the story yet. i got to build it up. Oh, why? I mean... Well, because... Cymbidium repotting used to be a huge part of yep. these this first quarter of Walter Anderson Nursery in Point Loma. Correct. And all of the regular customers would either bring in or we'd go pick up their Cymbidiums. Correct. And we would have hundreds of pots back there that yep. would have to be divided, shredded, divided, or... repotted. Right. And he, I remember the we used to buy... The sequoia orchid bark, and he had his pounding mallet for tamping yes, down the bark. The, the, the butt end of a hammer, I think it was. And yeah. so that went on for months, and he was always so far behind because there were so many more orchids coming in, or Correct. so many sympidiums, and they, they multiply. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so part of this process was division. Right. So one pot would become three, four, five, six. And, we, and he used to rip them apart. They were not rip them apart but take them apart. carefully separate them exactly and pieces would end up on the ground and and he would repot them He'd do a very very fine fine job but all of a sudden you walk out there one day and there would be a big bloom spike coming up through the table of cymbidiums what somebody thought yeah. was just a wasted bulb that was Correct. left and not repotted yeah they will take care of themselves they, they really they are very forgiving and uh yeah most most people have trouble with them because they try to take too good a care of them. A little bit they too open, much love. Yeah, yeah, too too much water. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I always, they can tolerate sun. It's not a problem. I always remember light being an issue, and you want just yeah. enough light on them for the leaves to start yeah. to bleach out or exactly. to look a little bit bad, and that's be, enough. They had to be limey because they're too green. I remember that was a big topic of conversation. Well, yeah, no, they're, they're not getting enough sun. The leaves are too green. Yeah, your plant looks too good. Yeah. And it's funny because... You said we, they, they would just bloom. Yeah. They don't need much care, yet we had the regimen. And these right. months through this month, right. you have to do this twice a month with the water. That is and correct. then we switch, and people were doing it. And they probably got more blooms and uh, more I'm plants. Sure they probably did, but I, yeah, I don't know that we needed to be that regimen. But well, but it brought in more cymbidiums for true. repotting. Yeah. If they had taken less care of them, there would have been less divisions. Oh, absolutely. Wow. And that's the class that we, the last time we've had a class that I'm aware of, unless you had one in. in no, in, I don't believe we it was have. when Walter, and it's probably been three years. Yes. That we did a uh, Walter was the one that would yeah. do the class in San Diego. And yeah, I don't so we did a Symbidium right. class where we split, you know, he, he showed people how to divide them. And, and I have just, a bone to pick with you about that class. Oh, I know what your bone's going to be. May I see if I'm correct? You may. At the end of the class, I was cleaning up and I asked Walter where he wanted me to put a couple of those plants. And he said, Hey, George, why don't you divide this one up for me and then just take it home? Yes. <laughs> Walter gave George a cymbidium to take home, and he did not give David a cymbidium to take home. No, I'm sure. Mark you... doesn't care. Well, no, I mean. You... Jimmy cracked corn, Correct. and you don't care. You have, you've had plenty of opportunities over the years. I have. And actually, he was cleaning up any? He was cleaning up in the staghorn area once and are, there were you're some still bitter about this and there of three, course three years ago oh i can carry a grudge better than anyone <laughs> and to coin a phrase beat a dead horse better than most people you know that um but he had some symbidiums back there that he just didn't want in there anymore so i did he take them home so i yeah. kind of got some but i'd still rather what do i like to do complain i like to complain but, so george got 
And, and it obviously meant nothing to me because I've already forgotten it. I didn't remember this I, from three years ago. Yeah, right. Um, carry it but, with me. But now we were talking about bark and, and stamping it down. Right. We now when we've now we've switched that we've too. Switched that right. We use coconut core. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. And that works really well. Am, yeah. So that you, you may, I'll tell you what, progress. the way that it was described to me and when I watched Walter do that, the cymbidium's easy to grow, easy plant to take care of. You just throw it in this coconut core, feed it quarterly, and, and that's it. You right. guys, if, if you, I had listened to you with the, oh, in the, the old this, days, this, yeah. this, this type of fertilizer this month, this another month, this kind of light shift, I never would have taken it. No, and that's understandable. And that's, I th- that's going to take us to Rose Care for Dummies, but we'll not do that right now. Okay. But that is. Yeah, that is how it's evolved, which is interesting. And they are they are tolerant of being cared for with little to no care. Correct. But you were talking about limey green colors, and I forgot to ask you how St. Patrick's Day was, and how was the parade last week? Well, unfortunately, I didn't make the parade. That's all right. In my mind, you did. I'm sure it was fantastic. Okay, it always is. And Tommy's birthday. Fantastic. All right. The Celtic, he went to a basketball game in Sacramento and watched the Celtics beat Sacramento, so he was very excited about that. I hope he wasn't watching the Seneca State basketball oh, God, game no. night before last. Yeah. You make your free throws. Huh. Um, on some videos real quick? Oh, yes. Would you All like right. to? Well, I have a question because do we carry more any particular species because there's like 55, 56 different species, and I only know of what we carry, and I didn't know. It's symbidium. I was okay. going to say. All right. Yeah. We call those symbidiums, exactly. George. All right. Symbidium species. Probably, you could probably distinguish them better than me. Oh, but. no, I couldn't. But uh, I was curious if they were. Regular. If All right. Um, which just brought me to symbidium species, how my brain works or doesn't work. When doing the Del Mar, the San Diego County Fair at Del Mar, sometimes uh, on the planting plan for our display, it'll be something species. Which reminds me, guess what we did this week? Oh, we signed up. Back. We signed up online and are going to be displaying at the fair again this year. Very good. Well, yes. I mean, I think very good. It is very good. It's a lot of work. And all that it's a for, way too much work. And somebody other than myself, but yes, sir. Um, I'm going this year. With, yeah, but it's, anyway, the the fair is going. alleged to be back in full swing, and they are booking acts and. Booking garden displays and the whole thing should should go on oh, and very good. we are that signed up happy. and we have a, a plan for what, what we're gonna do. We do, okay. So it's we're way ahead of the game. We don't normally have a plan. I was gonna say what, what, what month <laughs> as is evidence, this? As evidenced <laughs> by the show. We're, we're not we're not <laughs> even we're not even there until May usually, right? Yes. Yeah. Then we have to be out by June. Yeah. And you can't be in there on the 6th and 7th because there's something that always happens on the 6th and 7th that we can't go in there. Mm. And then it must open shortly thereafter. But anyway, the San Diego County Fair at Del Mar will be back. They're replanting the infield uh, in their infinite wisdom. They cleared it all out, all those beautiful raised beds that used to have gorgeous vegetables in them. Right. All those beds are gone. And uh, we have procured two pallets of raised bed and planting mix for the fairgrounds from our supplier, E.B. Okay. Stone, is going to supply them so they can start re- rebuilding their yeah. their plants in the infield. Why are you just looking at me nodding? This is radio. Uh, right now, I'm waiting for you to continue. I'm not, I, I was unaware that they took it all out. Yeah, they did. But anyway, that's going to be beginning, and it'll be back, so save some time in your 
busy summer yeah. to enjoy. Well, so now we will go back to... It goes from beginning of June to the July 4th weekend. Yes, usually, usually it's so the 4th of right July weekend. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to fit that in our schedule I, this I, year, and oh, we're going. You yeah. guys would be proud of me. I went online and signed up and took care of the whole thing all by myself with little to no outside help. No one looking good. over your shoulder said, click no. here, no. use this drop-down menu? Nothing. Yeah. Um, when we I were talking that. about some Symbidiums, you know, an hour or two ago, remember when we were talking about some Symbidiums? Um, that was today? We were talking about simplifying, mm-hmm. and that reminded me of... Rose Care for Dummies, which I hear is out there. It's available. Is that I, correct? I've heard that as well. I have not seen it yet. Would you like to tell somebody or all 12 of the people listening what that is? Might be 11. Somebody may have gone to get coffee. But yeah. So for our, our 11 listeners, uh, David and I did a class called Rose Care for Dummies for the San Diego uh, Master Gardeners. Uh, and it was videotaped, and hopefully it was edited really well. I hear it. That, I hear that you look good on there, and and you sound good. So I look good, and you sound good. Is that it? Well, that's it. That's all that matters. The puppet and the puppet master. So last year we did one on citrus, and this year we did rose care for dummies. And so I now you can access that. There's a fee if uh, right, and they could do that online. Yeah, I don't know exactly how many. I guess I should have given you a little heads up, and maybe. Um, we will talk about it a little bit more later, but you could see how many different presentations you are. The uh, there are the Master Gardener Spring seminars used to be in person seminars, and you would have to schedule yourselves because you couldn't see them all. But now they're doing them online. One of the effects of COVID, for better or for worse, and it may be both. Um, but you can now, for one fee, see all of the classes online. They're available, I think, for a week or two or. Is it one week? Well, well, we'll get into the details of it. But have we had any complaints from dummies? Have we gotten any complaints? Has anybody called in? Oh, that, uh, offended that we use the term dummies? Yes. No. That, okay, no. good, good. They're actually happy that we gave, taught them how to do roses. Well, that, that is good. I You were talking about avoiding cymbidiums if you had known the, the how The way much he work. described it, absolutely. Yeah. I would not have taken cymbidiums. And roses are like that. I see why you went there. There's a yeah. lot of... You know, yeah, misconception about well, roses and how hard they can be. Way yeah. back when, go ahead. When I used to do rose classes right. presentations, I would I I called it rose care made simple because um, a lot of people had that same impression about roses that they required so much effort, and there was a lot of good information. The Union Tribune used to produce a or publish a calendar of what to do in the garden every day, week, month of the Correct. rose growing yeah. season. And it was more geared towards really, I would say, almost professional growing for cut right. flowers. Right. And it was intimidating. Yeah. You could grow the most gorgeous roses in the whole wide world right. that way, but it would turn off a lot of people. Because it's a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Yeah. And... I used to joke about putting a trailer in your rose garden and just living out there because of how much work it would require. So um, that's where the rose care for dummies or rose care made simple right. probably would have been a little bit nicer. But I, I oh, like well, living no, on the edge. Well, we were teaching it, and so <laughs> rose care by dummies that, for dummies. Yes, there we go. If you would like more information from dummies, you guys stay tuned. If you would like to give us a call, the phone number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. I said guys, but I was, I mean everybody can listen and call in. We're going to take another break and we'll be back with something right after this. 
Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Welcome back to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ and KPRZ. If you would like to participate in the show, which has been a little less banterous than usual. I think we've been a little less contentious than normal, which probably is a good thing. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. And before we call anybody else dummies this morning, and we are going to get to the Master Gardeners, I think we will go to Vista and talk to Fran, who has a question about last week's class. I'm guessing the grafting class. Good morning, Fran. Oh, I'm supposed to hit something here. Yeah, I think you... The A, right? Click on it, yeah. (laughs) Good morning, Fran. Good morning, guys. No, I don't have a question about the class last week. I just wanted to comment on the class. It was fantastic. As all your classes are, you have an individual who is in the industry that knows what he's presenting as uh, facts, and everybody had questions, but he didn't hesitate one minute to think up of an answer because he had the answers right away. He did so many grafting examples. I think we had four or five different ones. Uh, we decimated a couple of trees yeah. by cutting and doing it. And even George at the end of the class came and he actually played with the tools and showed us how to use the tools again. It was just fantastic. But I I was even more impressed with this one. With We went over the time limit. It was so interesting. I don't think I'll do a grafting, but... If I will, I know how to do it now, and I even bought a tool years ago at a garage sale. They had never used it, and I didn't know what to do with it. Now I do. I I know exactly what to do with it. So really, if individuals are wanting information about a certain technique or, like you said, the Sabidium orchids, if you're going to have a class on that, it's going to be done professionally and really well uh, a lot of knowledge to be gained by taking the class and worth the time. And for me to drive all the way from Vista all the way down to where you guys are located, uh, believe you me, with the price of gas, it's well worth it. It's it's a free class. You couldn't ask for any better uh, classes. So just wanted to put that forward. And also to let you know, update on my little gopher problem in my um, <laughs> yeah. onion bed. So I told you that I had dug a hole, and I looked in it, and there was another hole beneath the hole. Well, we know what that was. So I took and I spray, um, sprinkled a little bit of blood meal in there, and I haven't had a problem in that section of the garden. So I, I don't know if that's contributed to the, the uh, removal of the gopher or whatever it was down there, but I haven't had any more problems. So I'm going to keep experimenting with that and... Uh, the black hole, um, I've got uh, squirrels that um, there were, they'll build a hole underneath the black hole to get back to their hole. So <laughs> I have to work on that problem, too. But I just wanted to let you know and thank you guys for, for providing the, the knowledge necessary for having a, uh, a garden that is, is worth 
uh, having. So thank you again. Thank and, you, Fran. And listen, have uh, a great weekend, even though we might have rain, which we do need. Uh, enjoy your gardens and just go and, and even just to have the have a, a bird seed um, container out there, get, get a bird bath out, and just watch the birds. It's it's such relaxing and very therapeutic. If you're having problems with what's going on in the day, garden can be a, a, a really uh, uh, oasis of just tranquility. So enjoy the weekend, and I'll continue listening uh, after I hang up. Thank you. Thanks very much, Fran. That has to be the nicest call we've ever gotten. Thank yes. you, Fran. Yes. Very kind. And it was so nice, I didn't even try and interrupt her. That's how nice that call was. Thank you, Fran. That was beautiful. And can I give you a slight pat on the back? A tiny one. Not, you're, you're pretty far away. Yeah. So yeah. Somebody has taken over the scheduling of classes at Walter Anderson Nursery in Poway, and it's doing a wonderful job of bringing in good yeah, speakers people. as just as testified to by Miss Fran. Fran yeah. So um, who was that? That George? It Captain? Been, USNRET? Might, might have been me. Yeah. Thank you very much. Now, I do have a question for you. Yes, sir. She mentioned that you came out and were, was, you were playing with garden tools. Were you doing anything dangerous? Were you, uh, I don't think garden tools should be played with. So I, I think she meant uh, demonstrated. So she, That's the, not the what gar- she said. The tool that she, that she said she had purchased some years ago, yes, it's, sir. The, it's that grafting tool that cuts the, the notch one way and the, the V the other. Yes. Okay. So I was showing her how to, I showed some of the... And that's yes. not a very dangerous tool. It's I, not like a grafting knife yeah, or no, something. No. So, and I, I've used that with some success over the years, and I was showing, showing some of the folks how to use it. Yeah, I'm going to come back to that in one more second, but if you would like to give us a call, just like Fran did, and you don't have to be as nice yeah. and a, a, about it if, if you would do not want to. Um, the number here is 888-344-1170. It's funny, she mentioned that she had purchased a grafting tool unused. Um, I, too. <laughs> I have a grafting tool unused that I purchased. It's the one that does the notches. Right. Maybe I could bring it in and you could show me how to sure, use yeah. it. I, I, got, I have some cherry trees that it's worked very well on. Cause I, oh, really, George? <laughs> old, old, old cherry trees. Old varieties. Old varieties. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you want to expand upon we're, that? We're done. Isn't it time for another call or yeah, something? No, you were going to... I was going to talk about the yes, spring seminars. 888 Let's go to the spring seminars and not talking about grafting... So anymore the uh, as I as we mentioned the San Diego Master Gardeners uh, so Master Gardeners Master Gardener San Diego dot org if uh, Master Gardener SD dot org if you want to look it up uh, and I will post it on our Master Facebook Gardener page. Master uh, Gardener no s okay SD dot org and I will put that on our Facebook page later today um, so each year the Master Gardeners program in San Diego they put out a spring seminar and as you had alluded to it used to be you'd, you'd go to it in and you'd person, see what you right. could get. But now it's all um, virtual, and it's open to residents of San Diego County. You register online. It's a $35 fee, and you have access to all of the classes that are available. They're pre-recorded, So you can look you know, 24 hours a day. You're bored. You can't sleep. You can jump on there and, and watch. And some of the classes that are available, as David mentioned, the Roses for Dummies that he and I had done. There's Agaves, um, and, Plumerias, and just to be Just to be clear, can you be not a dummy and watch that? segment or do you have to be a dummy to watch that rose care for dummies can we open it up to everybody i think you get more out of it if you're if you're if you're a smart person you probably don't need it no okay please continue sorry so so, uh, so a lot of different classes a lot of opportunities designing with natives there's uh, composting basics uh, things of that sort so a lot of things the, the list is available online and we'll post it later on today 
Excellent. On our Facebook page. Excellent. That's very nice. Um, and I want to thank them for inviting us back. I figured the way we did it last time, we wouldn't have to do it again. But it just keeps, it just doesn't work. You said last year was on citrus, right? Yes. Okay. And the way I was trying to get out of it last year was I said I didn't want to do a Zoom meeting because I, and I didn't, and I, I wouldn't want to do a presentation by yeah. Zoom. And so I said, well, if you'll come in and film it, then I will, yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing to do it because I knew that if we said, I, you know, bring in a camera and film it, we'll, we'll do it, that they would say, no, we can't do that, and I'd be out of it. Right. But instead they said, yes, we will do it. And then. Well, they like the idea of filming it because then they can edit out all the errors. We'll edit out <laughs> and they can put it on their website and use yeah. it. Yes. And do you know what they did this year? I've heard that they've added graphics. And so every time that I. George has a phrase that he likes to say it's the phrase that pays. If, uh, the microbial activity? Yes. I like using that. I like yes. when he says microbial. Well, it's, it's no different than you using the word translaminar. Those are our catchphrases. Yeah, but other work. people have stolen translaminar and used it. But uh, apparently every time he says microbial activity, and I'm prompting him to say it because I like hearing him say it because I'm, you know, strange. It's weird yes. that way. A little bit. Um, they, they, put graphic? they put graphics in there that the word microbial activity runs across the screen whenever he says it. That's, which perhaps I, I, I mispronounced. Maybe I was mispronouncing it or, or, or saying it uh, too quietly, and they had to put the words there so that people could see what I was saying. Maybe, that maybe. Uh, so anyway, there's a lot of good information out there. If you don't make it to one of our garden classes and want to see the Master Gardener seminars, that information will be available to you later. And, you know, a friend was speaking about our classes. We do post those classes on our website under classes, and it's usually about probably six to eight weeks out worth of classes that yeah. you, can, you can plan you can ahead. You can plan ahead, yeah. That's once, once again a benefit of having somebody, somebody, somebody that, that can take care of business. That does the <laughs> job properly. Says, yes. So, again, I thank you, yeah. George. If you have not been t- – actually, even if you have been taking care of roses, um, George and I were just talking about this that – there's no need to do a rose care class right now because roses are looking really, really good. And the ones at the nursery are blooming. And it was funny. Was it last weekend said, oh, I saw my first rose bloom. Yeah. You know, a month after the first rose bloomed, he saw the first one, his first one. Right. Um, but my buttercream. Oh, okay. it's no, no. Chantilly cream. My Chantilly cream rose is just starting to open up. And... I'm very excited to see what it's going to look like. It it describes well. It's very fragrant, so we shall see. And I've just begun doing the rose orders for next year or for this this December. The new catalogs are out. Right. There's some really the, – the breeding, which went away from fragrance for so long, is back to fragrance. And usually when we got fragrant roses, we sacrificed – yeah, uh, disease disease resistance, yes. And now we have disease-resistant fragrant roses, which we should have uh, new coming up in – December of 2022. I, I, it baffles my mind that you are getting ready to order roses for, for this. I know. It, it's crazy. I, we have to be done because they'll be sold out correct. any later. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just amazing. I mean, I feel like like two days ago, you guys were out back pruning them and putting them in pots. Yeah, it was almost that, that, that time we were doing that. But what I started to say about the, would actually be rose care, you know, a tip like for a, a gardening radio show is – at this time of year, they're coming out of dormancy. We've had a little bit of rain, although it's been lacking lately. But usually roses look pretty good even without us giving them much care. But now is the time when we have to start 
taking care of them. Right. Uh, I saw some mildew on some roses, and things are starting to happen. So we, when you said the roses look great, we don't need to do a class for Well, no, that wasn't what I was implying. I meant that we, we just did a class in January on roses, that we, so we didn't need to do one too soon. We should push it out to like June or so for summer care. Oh, something. is that what it was? Yeah. That's not what I took from the words you uttered. But um, <laughs> the bugs are going to start to come out. You know, the, Aphids are there. Our roses in, in Poway have aphids. Not yeah. the store. Personal, personal roses have aphids. Hygiene? Hygiene. Got to do something. And then the next one that shows up is the rose slug. Yep. Had one. I got a picture. I took a picture of it. At the nursery? No, on our our personal roses. And what do they do so that people know what to look for? And then I'm going to ask you to tell us what to do about rose slug. They skeletonize. I mean, they they eat the leaves and leaving the veins. And you'll see. They lace it out. And lace it all out. Yeah, it looks like a little French lace. Doily, right. doily. There's a word I haven't heard in a long time. You know that is a was a beautiful rose, or I guess is a beautiful rose called French lace, but it's hard I have to find one. now. I have one. And, Excellent. Yeah. I'd like a cutting of it. Why don't you do is some it, practice? Is it a uh, patented rose? No, before? no longer. Okay, that then. came out the same year as brandy. Okay, I was working at Nursery Land in Spring Valley, and I got a brandy and a French lace and New Day for my mother. Oh, is it that time? Oh, it is way past that time. If you would like to hear more stories about French lace. No. About roses that came out whatever that year was. Uh, Stay tuned. You are listening to Garden Talk on AM 1170, KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a break and we'll be back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we are back. With more Garden Talk on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ, you do not need to hear it through the grapevine because you can hear it right here, right now. Right here, right now. And if you would like to participate, the number is 888-344-1170. Before we went into the break, we were talking about roses and bristly rose slugs, not just regular ones. Yeah, they are bristly. We were. Uh, So as as we were talking about, they they destroy the leaves, they kind of lace it out. We went to a rose. We segued out. French lace. We went into it. We, we tangent off or co-signed off, but we're back. And then, uh, so the way to treat that is to, you can use oils, narrow range, oil, well, organically. Oil, insecticidal soap will kill them. Neem oil will kill them, as well as spinosad. Captain Jack's dead bug brew. Now, right. any of the, of the rose killer, uh, not rose killer, but the insect spray that are designed for roses will also kill them. Easy for you to say. Not so much. Why do I recommend the chemical controls for rose slug? The bear? Well, because they're instant. They're and instant rose slug last. does so much damage so right. quickly. Yes. You want to get on them right away. Well, the, the only one of those that I mentioned that takes a little time is the spinosad because they have to ingest it. But the others are are, are contact yeah, killers. Contact so if you get them, kill. you're going to kill them. Okay. And that's actually how I discovered I had when I was spraying neem oil for the aphids. And when I sprayed... I saw something move across the top, and it was a bristly rose slug. 
bristly roots. Which, which is actually, they don't move that fast, well, do it, they? It was, no, it was say. moving. It, it moved because of the oil hitting it. You know, it moved oh. a little bit more quickly than normal. And it's a soft fly larvae. It's not a. It's not a like a moth. It's a larvae a of a fly, which it's isn't a, really a fly either. It's actually a type of wasp. But. You know what I thought you were doing when you were furiously looking things up on your computer well, that, during that, that break? I wasn't looking. At I that. thought you were looking to see what year French, French lace, lace and oh, no. brandy came out, so that we could get back to that but no you did not i did not it was in the early 80s we'll suffice it to say that shall it's, it's we a, it's a pretty rose and it holds yeah. the bloom a long time it doesn't open up and fall apart like a henry fonda which is a is a strikingly colored rose yes, the goldish yellow of it's henry a, fonda it's a beautiful rose but it you know you bring it, it comes in, and, and, in it, and by the end of the day it's done it comes yeah. and goes way too quickly it opens it goes from bud to done way too quickly. Far too quickly. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Um, uh, Rose, remember Rose from uh, San Marcos Escondido, North County, sometimes also known as Camellia. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. She, she she texted me to say Brandy's Frenchy Lacy French Lacy Rose. I don't know what she meant by that, but you know what her sister's for. You can right. get back with her. Are you going to check the time for me, or where do I need to come up with something else no, for the I, next seven minutes? Oh, it was it was introduced in 1980. Okay, you said so. Probably 80s, it yeah. would have been the fall of '80 or '81, the, right, the, the or winter rose, rose yeah. season. Um, on a similar little historic <laughs> note, at my parents' house, right at the edge of their lawn, cut into their driveway, they let me cut out about a two foot by two foot square next to the lawn where their driveway ends, and I planted a seven-gallon semi-dwarf Durling's Meyer lemon tree Okay. at that same period. I bought it at Nurseryland, and it would have been in 80 or 81. Uh, it was a Christmas present for my brother back then, and it is still producing lemons today at that house, and it is no taller than probably four feet, and it is probably four to six feet wide, and it is always dripping with lemons. And my folks like it. My brother used to eat lemons, lemons. just off the tree. Yeah, gotcha. So I don't think he does that anymore. But the tree is still there and still producing. And that was a genuine Durling's Dwarf, which was a misnomer of kinds, right? of sorts. Do you remember why it's a misnomer? Well, because it probably wasn't on flying dragon rootstock. It wasn't so a true be, dwarf, yeah, but yeah, it was a genuine semi-dwarf. Right. So but the it's on its own rootstock. It wasn't grafted at all. And, and that's probably one of the best containerized size trees and probably growing in the driveway didn't help it. But I'm guessing some of those roots have moved over into the lawn right. in the last some 1980 water. to 20. That's 40 years ago. Holy cow. You know, someone asked uh, last week, we had a customer asking how long, you know, their citrus tree was like 50. They bought the house and it was there and they thought it was you know going to decline and die because they only live but there are plenty of examples of, of 100, 110-year-old citrus trees oh, yeah. in California. Well, how old is that navel orange in Riverside? I think it's – well, actually, I don't know, but it's – It was 100 plus. Uh, yeah. 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 Yes, the one was. at the underground garden up in Fresno was like 110, 112. How does it get light underground? It, it's called underground gardens, but there he has openings in the overhead that are – where the trees are growing down underground, but there's light coming in. It's a fascinating place. If you haven't been, it's well worth it. Would this be a method that we could use? Fresno. I'm sorry. Would it be a way that we could grow citrus 
in a cold climb out of the state of California? Uh, you know, that's a grand idea, but I, you'd have to maybe have some kind of glass coating at the top. Maybe cold we could, air settles and it would come down in those holes. Maybe we could get a, a swinging roof like they put on the stadiums these days that we could open up during warmth and close during inclement and cold weather. Are you implying that you don't want to grow your citrus in California any longer? Yeah. And moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I don't. I don't know. I love my citrus. And As citrus right now. Yeah. You know, we were talking about roses and how good they look with right. doing nothing. Citrus is doing that, and it is all in full bloom right now, or most of it is in full bloom, and it smells it is, so good. I, yes. I, I, I told Capri I want to put a little uh, you know, two-person bistro table down by the citrus just to sit and have coffee. Sit, yeah, <laughs> it and smells it, yeah. so nice. Down by the citrus early in the morning. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. The bees are coming out, and... Um, I sprayed with a horticultural oil about a month ago, and I think that is a leaf enhancement. It looks even better and shinier. Yeah, I right. did that as well on the citrus. But all the new growth is coming out. There's still tons of fruit on there. Well, real um, quick, on your, yes, the sir. new growth is coming out. Are you seeing any evidence of citrus leaf miner? I am not yet. Okay, nor have I. However, comma. It's coming. Mid to, mid to late May, we should start seeing the citrus leaf miner. So if, you have, uh, if you're going to do pheromone traps, you may procure them now, but don't deploy them because the pheromone's only good for 90 days. So wait until you need it before putting it out so that you can get the full use. And we'll talk about doing Captain Jacks and something else a little bit later. So everybody, you have been listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Almond. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy the rain tonight and be careful driving if you're in it. Yeah. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.